This is After the Bell Rings, a podcast brought to you by the Triad School District in Troy, Illinois. In this series, you'll hear about what your kids are learning, how they're learning, and ideas to strengthen the school-home partnership. Here's Amy Van Hoos, Mike Wilgus, and Adam Geisen. Welcome to After the Bell Rings. This is episode 15 of our podcast. My name is Mike Wilgus. I'm an instructional technology coach here at Triad, and I'm joined with two fellow colleagues, and I'd like for them to introduce themselves. First, we have Amy. Hi, I'm Amy Van Hoos. I'm our curriculum coordinator for the district. And I'm Adam Geisen. I'm the other tech coach. As we wind down the 17-18 school year, we are looking for things to do in the summer, specifically with technology. So the purpose of this episode is to point you in the direction of how Chromebooks and technology can help turn your summer into something a little bit more productive, possibly. Well, are you just assuming everybody's summer is not going to be productive? Are they just going to be sitting on their couches or by the pool? Whatever works. Whatever works. Whatever works. We have so much technology and so much great stuff that comes home um, from this district that there'd be a shame not to use it. Uh, And so what we're excited to sort of announce, and I guess the kids already know about this, and parents you should probably know as well, but the Chromebooks that we have given to the students who are this year's eighth grade uh, freshmen and sophomores are going home. So the uh, so those three classes are getting their own Chromebooks to take home over the summer, uh, which is a great opportunity. Obviously, this is an opportunity for kids to continue their learning at home using technology, but also an opportunity to sort of practice up on some of those, you know, keeping track and keep taking good care of your technology skills. So uh, as we are going to sort of go through some, we, we've got some really, really cool ideas of uh, things that kids can do at home to continue learning with the Chromebooks, but it's also important to remember, let's keep good good care of these things so they last through the next school year. Um, there should be a document coming home with all of these kids, and I know it's going to be on uh, the high school website because um, I have to put it on there, but a sort of a sheet going through all of the things you need to make sure that you do with the Chromebooks. And obviously taking care, not holding them by the screens, making sure they're on flat surfaces, you know, not using them in the swimming pool, uh, things like that that are important. Because, you know, sometimes so kids, fun. kids want to use computers in the swimming pool. Uh, but anyway, so we've got these Chromebooks at home and you guys, most everybody's got cell phones nowadays. So there's no reason why we can't keep the learning happening uh, at home. Am I right? I think you're. Totally I mean, we have to right, learn yeah. over the summer, too. Yeah, we do. Well, there's no reason why not to, right? It's just so easy. They have they have the additional resource, so we want to make sure that, that we are providing some, some things that could help them with that resource this summer. Right, so there's all of these great ideas we have, so I think it's time for Take Home Tech. Take Home Tech. All right, for our first idea here, um, and what we're going to be sort of providing you with are are some applications, some um, websites, and things that are that are free, that are easy to use, and they're focused on uh, sort of fun learning. So we broke them up into categories, not necessarily grades or um, you know subjects, but more interests. So our first one is travel, because obviously summertime uh, people love to go on trips in the summer, and so we've got two really great Google-based applications that we want to talk to you about. The first one is called Google Street View. Uh, And if you know anything about Google Maps or Google Earth, this is sort of an ingrained part of both of those applications, except it has its own website. 
Um, so it's google.com slash street view. And this, these all, by the way, everything that we're going to talk about is going to be linked in the uh, show notes for this particular episode. So check out after the bell rings.org and you'll be able to see all this stuff. But Google street view is uh, it's a great uh, website. It has these uh, pre-made sort of ex- explorations of 360 videos, um, the ability to take yourself down to the street view, uh, the street level of places that you may never see otherwise. Um, just going to the website and looking through their gallery and what shows up on the front, um, you've got uh, the mountains in Chile, you've got the Gold Coast of Australia you can take a look at, the Czech Republic. Uh, we've got all sorts of really cool stuff in here. Mexico highlights. Uh, anyway, places, there's Mexico shopping malls. I know, that's amazing. But you can see everything on uh, from the street view and it's a really really great application a great way to explore the earth without having to necessarily physically go there and, and pay the money to go there um, sort of on that same vein is Google Earth and if you've never used the new web version of Google Earth it is really really awesome uh, but they have what's called Google Earth Voyager uh, and these little voyagers are these little voyage uh, I don't know what you want to call them they're little guides little tours um, but they're pre-made by uh, people who are in the education world or in the in the uh, the travel world and they put together these cards and these little tours where you can follow um, a certain person's journey or or, uh, you know, go through and explore all the different places that penguins go to. And, and, and it's really neat. You have a lot of the same opportunities, a lot of 360 video, um, a lot of really great information uh, and just something worth exploring. Check out Google Earth and Google uh, Street View and just kind of take a new look at the world without having to physically go there. So it'd be a great opportunity to, to up your travel, maybe uh, add some things to that bucket list. So the next thing we want to talk about, because I just get to keep on talking, is um, if you've got kids who are really interested in science, plants and animals and insects, uh, there's another really great application made by Google that is available on both the iPhone and the uh, Android phones called the Science Journal. Uh, by Google. And basically, this journal uh, is an application that allows you to use some of the built in uh, tools in your phone to take science experiments. So you can measure um, how bright something is compared to how dark something is. You can measure the level of sound. You can measure location. Like if you're if you're recording um, sort of an experiment, it will record how high or how low your phone goes or how far to the left or how far to the right. So you can um, you can come up with all sorts of really cool experiments. The website itself is another great resource. It's got a lot of pre-made um, experiments, things to try. So again, this is just a, an, another thing to download. It's a, it's a pretty small app, but it will keep track of all sorts of really cool stuff so kids can have their own experiments throughout the summer. So that's the Science Journal by Google. Really, really fun. And uh, also on our uh, show notes, we're going to have a video sort of walkthrough that goes through how the whole thing works. Another really cool f- uh, phone app to try is called iNaturalist. Uh, it's all one word, and again, again, is both available on the iPhone and the Android. And the iNaturalist is a sort of a crowdsourcing science project, and and basically, kids get to go on, or or adults can get on, uh, and you can identify animals and plants uh, that are basically submitted by other people around the world. They're like, hey, um, I have this plant. I don't know what it is. They take a picture, put it into iNaturalist, and people are able to identify it. Um, and you obviously can do the same thing. You could take a picture of a bug that you find, throw it up there, and see if people can identify it. Uh, also really cool uh, ways to contribute to 
big national or worldwide science projects is that people are trying to, you know, keep track of where animals are going from one place to the other. If you see a fox running across the street, you can throw it into iNaturalist and see if that somehow connects to a much larger research project. So really cool way to get connected to the science world. If you've got kids who are into animals, uh, plants to insects, these are two really, really cool ways to, um, to kind of expand on uh, the science and learning in the summertime using our cell phones. Another really great website for some of our younger kids is the National Geographic Kids website. And with National Geographic Kids, uh, kids can go through and see all kinds of different facts about animals. They can play games. There's information about history or um, even like project help where maybe the kids want to create an animal project over the summer. And it really walks them through that and gives them facts and learning and all kinds of wonderful things to read. Um, there's videos all over it, and there's also an interactive world map. My students have always really enjoyed spending time on National Geographic Kids, and it's actually really hard to get them off of it, but they're learning so much while they're on there. So it's a great place to go, especially on like a rainy day when you need, need to keep your kids entertained. Absolutely. I'm taking a look at the website right now. There's puzzles on here. There's all sorts of good stuff, quick little games that they can play. And then sharks. Anytime you can see sharks, you know that that's a big old win. All right, so we're moving on from science, and we are talking now. Um, obviously, when you're on your trips, your summer vacations, you're going to need something to do in the car on the way, uh, and Mike's got a great idea for us. Yeah, this this is not only good for the car, but it's just good good all around, wholesome fun. Um, now, it, the, nowadays, people are getting things like Alexa and Google Home and things like that, and those have been fun. I know I have a Google Home at home, and... Kids like um, queuing up music and trivia games and things like that. But that's also available for your phone. Um, there's an app called Google Assistant, and it does the same types of things that a Google Home or an Alexa does, uh, but it's mobile. It's, and it's on your device, and it's with you all the time. So some of the things that the Google Assistant allows you to do, if you open up the app, um, you can use the Google Assistant app to open apps with your voice. So if you're washing dishes and you want to cue something up, you can just say, OK, Google, and then tell it what to do, and it will open apps up. Uh, it's got a nice image search available in there. Uh, you can look for different uh, restaurants and vacation spots and things like that. Uh, you can queue up your favorite Netflix shows and movies, reading the news. Uh, sports scores, all sorts of stuff. It's like your personal assistant right there in your pocket. But one of the fun features that it does have is the trivia uh, feature within the Google Assistant. So if you have your device and you open it up, let's see if I can do this here on the microphone. Uh, if you open up the app and say, okay, Google, I'm feeling lucky. You did it. You just unlocked the game show assistant. Here comes the music. Yes. I'm sucked in already. <laughs> I can't wait to play. So three players. Can we go through the whole? Are you feeling lucky? Let's go through the whole game. No need to be afraid. It's just a game show. And if you got it on your phone, <laughs> you, you can totally phone. do it in the car. That's too, not right? afraid. And and what's nice about the uh, assistant is that it's built in. Hey Google, stop. Yeah, you, sometimes you have to tell her to stop. Hey Google, stop. <laughs> is she done? 
All right, she's done. So I'm okay. sure I want to quit. <laughs> we're not quitters. <laughs> no, we're not. Google is persistent. <laughs> she is. Okay, Google is gone. So so, so what's great about this uh, app is that it's built into Android phones, but it's also available on iPhones. So if you have an iPhone, you can just simply go to the App Store and download the Google Assistant, and you have access to all of these things. Yes, that was an iPhone. I am I am on the dark side here. <laughs> That and sounds we'll, fun on a road trip, we'll though. We'll forgive you. Absolutely. Well, there's there's sports versions, too. You can play sports trivia. Um, there's, like, animal sounds. Um, there's all sorts of different trivia games that kids can play. So uh, there is, again, going to be a link on our website uh, to some of the some of the cool stuff that Android uh, or that uh, Google Assistant can do for you. Road trips are also that perfect time for a little bit of reading time, Absolutely. relaxing. I mean, obviously, kids are in the car. Um, one thing that... Some of our youngest kids or elementary kids can do. I've sent some things home about this Mayan program that our elementary kids have access to. I'm hoping that they use it all summer long. Going on to any electronic device can get them on there, whether it be a tablet or a computer, a phone. They can read almost 6,000 digital books. But one of the nice things that you can also do with Mayan is if you are going on a road trip or you're going somewhere where you don't have access to Wi-Fi, you can download those books to your device also. So if you go through and pick out some of your favorites before you go on that trip, you can download them and then the kids have access to them the whole time in the car. Also, for our older kids, our our teenage kids, we have a website called audiobooksync.com and that website is releasing two free books that are that you can download each week over the summer so if you check it out weekly there's always these there's two new books each week that you can download and then they're yours they're on your device that you can read for the whole summer so once again there's your road trip material now if you are home our youngest kids are kindergarten first second even pre-k kiddos they love storyline online and with Storyline Online, you can go on to the website and pick from tons of different books. And when you're watching, celebrities actually read these books. So not only are they books read aloud to kids, but they're done by really entertaining people. So one of the favorites that's done in school. So you need a rainy day or something, something to do. Check out Storyline Online. You got 15 minutes to, <laughs> to go do the dishes or fold the laundry while your kid's totally engaged in a book. Next up, we have some music uh, applications that we'd like to share with you uh, for summer use. And this this is even really beyond summer. These are two um, apps that we came across this year that we really enjoy. The first one is called Soundtrap. Soundtrap, uh, the way I like to describe Soundtrap is uh, kind of a music version of Google Docs. Uh, for those of you that have children here at Triad, you've seen um, students working in Google products. And one of the biggest uh, benefits of using Google is its ability to collaborate uh, with each other within documents. So Soundtrap is an audio uh, service that allows you to um, collaborate in real time with other people. So imagine something like a garage band where uh, you get to record different music uh, with beats and um, you know different guitar strings and drum drum tracks and things like that. But being able to share your project with uh, your teacher or another student or a friend. So here we're taking the collaborative nature and the creative aspect of creating music and tying it with each other. Uh, we saw this uh, go on this school year with uh, Mr. Carter 
at uh, Triad Middle School. They were doing some cool projects where they were uh, writing themes for superheroes and they were mixing uh, old classical music with current rock music and they were collaborating on that. Uh, so that is a free uh, download. It, and once again, it's called Soundtrap, something that would be interesting to check out. And there's many different ways you can use it in and out of the classroom. The second app that we would like to uh, highlight is something called Anchor. Anchor is available on the iPhone and an Android device, and it is the easiest way to start a podcast. Uh, this is uh, a great introduction for students uh, if you are wanting to introduce them to podcasting. And po podcasting doesn't have to be a scary setup. Um, we've got a couple of microphones, a recorder, and a mixer, and we edit it down here at Wakeland. Uh, but now you can actually create a podcast with just your mobile device. So if you download the Anchor app within your phone, uh, it connects with uh, your Google Play Store, it connects with Spotify, it can connect with Facebook and Twitter and things like that. But you can just use your phone to record yourself talking into it, overlay audio tracks, and mix together a nice quick podcast that uh, students can start generating content uh, this summer. They can start playing with it, and uh, by the time fall rolls around, uh, they may start seeing something like this in the classroom where teachers are asking students to podcast about uh, various topics uh, that they are working on in their classroom. So Soundtrap and um, Anchor are two music or audio apps that we would recommend taking a look at this summer. Anchor's website is a little bit weird. It's anchor.fm um, if you're going to look at it online. Uh, but again, lots of really great resources there for creating podcasts. We love podcasts, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we sure. absolutely. We sure. Awesome. Podcasts are great. <laughs> so let's switch gears for just a minute. Um, obviously, we've talked a lot about um, people with different interests, traveling and trivia and, and music and, and things like that. Uh, but let's talk about art for a moment because this obviously is a great way for kids to uh, explore where they where they want to go creatively. And one of the great places to do that is Google's Art and Culture. Uh, and the website for that, again, is going to be in our show notes, but it's it's artsandculture.google.com. And this is something that was launched a couple of years ago, but basically Google has been um, sort of compiling as much information as they possibly can from museums and art galleries and all sorts of really, really cool stuff, photography and, and actual art in the, you know, sculpture and things like that. But they've been compiling all of this stuff up. Uh, so that people can see all of these things without, again, without having to physically go there. So if you go to the website, artsandculture.google.com, and t check on Explore, uh, you've got some options. They, they will actually show you um, actual physical paintings that they've taken pictures of, and they're so high res that you can zoom all the way in to see like the cracks in the paint. So you can go and uh, explore these pieces of art, these you know centuries old pieces of art, and see them much, much more clearly than you would if you were actually physically there. They'll never let you get that close, and they'll never let you take a picture. So you can zoom way, way in and take a look and see you know what those brush strokes. Uh, look like they also have 360 degree videos um, of these art uh, art galleries there's again street view which we mentioned before um, but you've got tons of categories you can look at artists you can look at uh, mediums movements historical figures there's all sorts of really cool stuff so um, this is a great way to explore for kids who have some interest in creativity some interest in in arts and photography and things like that so it's artsandculture.google.com check it out definitely uh, a real good place to learn some neat stuff over the summer 
As you travel this summer, uh, we know that students armed with their mobile devices are sure to be taking lots and lots of photos and, and sending them out to friends through various social media apps. But two uh, applications that your students have probably already been introduced to uh, here at Triad, but we would like to highlight for summer are Screencastify and WeVideo. Uh, Screencastify is an extension that can be installed in a Google Chrome browser and what it does is it records whatever is happening on your screen and we've seen students uh, use Screencastify to narrate slideshows or offer directions or tutorials uh, that they can use to then in input into uh, their Google Drive or their Google Classroom so Screencastify is a great uh, program that we use here at the uh, uh, in, in, in the instructional coach area uh, and I know some teachers use it and the administrators use it so uh, we would recommend taking a look at Screencastify and then in, in addition to that um, you know I mentioned how students are going to be taking lots of photos and you'll be taking lots of photos this summer as you travel around and, and do fun things but we video is probably the best free video editor that we've come across uh, and that's just wevideo.com and the students can uh, register for an account using their their school uh, Google account uh, and what it is it's, it's an online video editor and it's packed with tons of functionality and we use wevideo exclusively in all of the training videos that we create for the district and for the teachers and for the students uh, it allows students to uh, input um, music and transitions and, and neat titles and things like that. You can even do the green screen uh, with that, which uh, Adam and I have done with our training. And in fact, um, I know Silver Creek Elementary uses Wii Video every day for their announcements, and uh, that they're pretty excited about doing that. So uh, we would recommend taking a look at Wii Video as you. Uh, uh, enter the summer months and you can start archiving those photos into a wee video and create a nice little highlight video of what you did this summer. So once you've got, uh, oh, actually one more thing I wanted to mention with wee video, we just discovered this the other day. You can take photographs and drop them in uh, in a in bulk uh, into a the video editor in wee video and it'll create a nice little. Um, Ken Burns effect yeah, is Ken what it's Burns, called. Yeah, is what it, it's, it's a little just a slow transition that. Yep. That's uh, you know elegant and looks nice. So. But it'll it'll create a slideshow right. of all of your photos that you can turn into a video and, and you know throw up on YouTube or whatever. Um, so that again, if you're taking cool pictures and videos over the summer, uh, try we video to sort of capture that to hold on to for you know years to come. Um, so while you're taking a break from your filming video and reading and all that, uh, if you have kids who are involved or interested in coding. Um, there is a great resource for sort of developing your coding skills on your own at your own time called Code Academy. It's C-O-D-E-C-A-D-E-M-Y, Code Academy. Uh, and again, it's a single sign-on, so kids with their Google account can sign in. It'll keep track of their progress. And they can learn any kind of programming language uh, that's being used today. So anything from HTML and CSS and JavaScript to Python and React.js and all sorts of other cool uh, languages so they can kind of keep that coding going over the summer. So that's a great way for them to sort of learn on their own. It's it's trial, you, you're practicing, you're going through and um, you know they're giving you some instruction and then you're actually creating some code. So it's really, really good practice uh, and it's all self-paced. So coding is uh, a great way to continue that learning and, and keep your brain moving over the summertime uh, and Code Academy is a great way to do that. So for those of you who may not be so much for coding but still want to create stuff but have um, 
sort of a writing um, frame of mind. The one of the great apps that uh, we've tried to sort of tell some teachers about is uh, an app, or it's, I'm sorry, it's a website called Storybird.com, and Storybird is um, sort of a prompting website where they give you images or scenarios or um, sort of like comic books, comic strips, and then you get to create uh, a story based on that image. Or you can start a story from scratch, use some of their images and put those together, and basically you create uh, a little storybook um, that you can share with others or uh, or continue to read. There's others uh, on there that are already created by uh, adults and kids, and uh, and it's really a great resource for you know people who are looking for a creative outlet, some way to get their writing out there. So check out storybird storybird.com and get your kids writing over the summer. So our final section. So obviously we have given you lots of ways to ton. create. It and is do, a ton of stuff, but. I know people out there really want their kids to practice what they've learned in school the last couple years. So we're going to give you a few places to go if you want to focus on some of the learning and practicing what your kids have learned. One wonderful website out there is called Khan Academy, and your kids may have seen this in the classrooms because a lot of teachers use it. It is for kindergarten through 12th grade, and Khan Academy is a way for for your child to get help with what they're learning in school or to learn something completely new. As a parent, you can create a parent account to kind of keep up with your kids, and then you can create them account an account too if they don't already have one. When you're in there, then you can choose all kinds of different math or reading or language skills, and Khan Academy walks your child through how to do it and then lets them practice. So this is a, a wonderful place to go to learn new skills or practice the ones that you've done throughout the year. And then we're also going to be offering IXL throughout the summer also. So your kids who are in kindergarten through eighth grade have access to IXL and they will continue to have that access throughout the summer for math. And then some also have access for language arts. So another place that your kids are familiar with and they can continue to use it over the summer. So for you adults and even for the kids, um, another great place just to start sort of exploring and ways to to uh, to learn something new in your own life. Uh, and this is a website that I found incredibly useful for. So I figured I'd share it. Uh, it's a website called Udemy.com. U D E M Y. And this is it's sort of an online learning resource. And this is not the only one of these, but I've tried a few, and this one's my favorite. Um, so it, it'll offer courses that people create um, with instructional videos and, and little projects and things on pretty much any topic you're looking for. Um, a lot of them are tech-based, so you may have some on how to do you know web development and stuff like that or specific applications. But a lot of them are just like photography. Here's a master class on photography. There's a ton of them on like fitness and wellness that can kind of walk you through uh, sort of those things that you're looking for. You know, if you're getting into um, wanting to learn a little bit more about music or um, new languages. There's all you can learn English as well. You can learn English, but Spanish and German and French and Japanese and Portuguese and there's all sorts of really really cool stuff to to explore. And the courses do cost money. I will say that. And most of them are listed at 199, 149, pretty expensive uh, for for a long period of time. But they are right now having a sale as of today. 
where these courses that are normally listed at $199 are available for $10.99. And this was something that I did um, in order to learn more about coding and JavaScript. And I bought a $10 uh, course, and I'm only partway through it, and it has totally changed the way uh, that I do my job. So this is a great resource. Again, it's udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y.com. And again, adults can use this just as much as kids can to expand their knowledge uh, of all things that they're interested in. So that's our show. We have talked about a ton of stuff today. Hopefully you all are still listening. All three of you are still awake and listening. Um, but uh, we are <laughs> pumped again for summertime. I know the students are pumped. I know the teachers are pumped. But that does not mean the learning has to end. We, uh, we hope you've enjoyed our podcast. Uh, we started in December with this idea of releasing the podcast, and this is now episode 15, I believe. So we, uh, we've, we've been providing a lot of different resources to you. Uh, we hope that it's been beneficial for you. We hope you've had a great school year. Uh, if there are some uh, ideas that you would like for podcasts in the future, feel free to uh, shoot us a line through our website or through our emails. Uh, I'm Mike.Wilgus at TCUSD2.org. We've got Adam.Geisen and Amy.VanHoos as well. We will be releasing some podcasts this summer sporadically. We've got a couple uh, that we are planning, so you will still hear from us this summer. Uh, So stay tuned for for that information. And if you have tried any of these and you are enjoying these, Throw up a picture or a comment on Facebook. Let other people see what you guys are doing at home because I'm sure you all have some wonderful ideas out there that you can also share. Yeah, and if there's anything that we forgot, please add those in the comments. Say, hey, you guys forgot this and this, and we'd be more than happy to celebrate as that, uh, that as well. So, again, thanks for listening. Uh, it's been a great school year. We expect to uh, have you guys listen again throughout the summer as we kind of continue our discussion about all things learning and all things triad. Uh, and we keep that connection between home and school alive. So again, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. You've been listening to After the Bell Rings. Our mission is to strengthen the school-home partnership. For show notes, to contact us, and for more information, visit afterthebellrings.org.